Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. Welcome to our post-vacation edition of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. And... All week long, I've been talking to my coworkers because I have a thing like when we go on on a trip with the kids. That's a family trip. We were not really on vacation last week because you didn't come back. I didn't feel like we got home, and I was like, "Oh, I am so relaxed." <laughs> no, that's not far, what it felt like. Far from it. This is not going to be a podcast where we just talk about um, vacation highlights because that would be like us trying to show you pictures of our vacation. You wouldn't care. You wouldn't want to see it. But there were things that happened on vacation that are happening in your your families, whether it's a blended family, a nuclear family, whatever that might be. And, and so we wanted to kind of talk through what those situations were, how they worked for our family or didn't work for our family, and then just where we go from there. I mean, really, I think that's that's the gist of today's topic. Yeah. And, you know, if you're, if you're a planner out there and you, you know, we planned months in advance for our family trips, you can never plan everything perfectly. I think every vacation or family trip <laughs> that we have taken, there's been something that has gone wrong. Yeah. So the very first time that we decided to go on a family trip together was three years ago. It was June of 2020. And we went to the Rosemary Beach area in Florida. So we had to take two cars, loaded up our cars. We get almost to our destination, and Chase realizes as he walked past the car that your car was really hot. So we end up that his vehicle ended up in the shop in Florida the whole week, and we just barely limped that thing back home. That was <laughs> that an was, adventure. It Ugh. was a total adventure. Was not sure how. We were nervous the whole way driving home. Like, what are we going to do if this thing breaks down? And we have two cars full of kids and the cars are loaded down. I have no idea what we were going to do, but we, we made it home on that one. Last year, we had rented a, a different Airbnb in Texas, tried to go somewhere different. And three weeks before, get a, a message that they canceled our Airbnb because they had sold the house. And that left us scrambling to find a place, which luckily we found a brand new condo construction in Gulf Shores, Alabama that we were able to go to with the kids. We took your parents last year and everybody really liked that. So that brings us to this year and try to plan super far in advance, get the Airbnb like a year out. Well, and we didn't use Airbnb this time. Like I'm not going oh, that's to that right. again. That's right. I'm going to try a different rental company that maybe doesn't have that situation where it's individuals just going to sell their house and midstream. So we switched that up, but the day before we left, well, the particular thing we were looking for in a house to rent was a golf cart and bikes because of the area we go, we go, we stay in. That's what everybody does. You drive golf carts around and bikes. So this year we're going to find one that has a golf cart. The day before we leave, I get a message from them saying, Oh, by the way, the golf carts broke. You're not going to be able to use it. I'm like, mother 
of God. Yeah, this was not going according to plan. And that would not be the only thing that didn't go according no, to plan. A lot of good yeah. things happened. Yeah. But, it's just, but It's just a reminder that we're not in control, and it's a great opportunity to look at the positive and work through it. The positive on that one was... I believe it would have been a lot of arguments fighting over the golf cart. Yeah, and who, who was, was going to drive. drive? But it was it was definitely an inconvenience, but also the opportunity to pivot when you need to. Yes. Uh, not only did that happen, but then we also realized when we got there, the washing machine was broken, which when you have, <laughs> we, you know, there's... Ten people. Yeah, we had ten people, the, the eight of us plus Angie's parents, and you're on a beach, so a lot of sand, you need a washer and dryer. So they ended up having to do our laundry all week, which, you know, well, they're first world problems. On the last day, they did fix the washing oh. machine. And just in general, the, the the house that we had rented was a wreck when we got there, which is not what you'd expect when you spend that kind of money to stay somewhere. And we would come to learn later that the people before us had had an incredible 4th of July weekend, 21st, 21st birthday. birthday party. And it was like, okay, this all makes sense why everything is broken. But with that being said, the, the trip had its own challenges with kids getting along. Now, we, we've had this conversation, uh, with the exception of our vacation, we really haven't had the six of us together together much lately because you know the two older girls they're gone a lot they're they're college age girls carter's in sports he's driving around a lot we're gone a lot with just all the sports right so it's it's super challenging so then you you bring them all together for a whole week in close quarters it felt like they had forgotten how to be together for a few (laughs) days i mean honestly that's what i thought it felt like they had forgotten what it was like to interact with each other for a few different days and then by the back half of the trip Things seemed good again, but the first half of the trip, it was challenging. It's a little rocky. A little rocky. How do you want to start the rockiness? Because it was there to the point where you finally had to lose it about three <laughs> to four to days for a in. Long beach. And when beach I say walk. lose it, yeah, she never raised her voice. She went for a long beach walk where she didn't speak to anyone, and the kids just knew, oh my God, <laughs> what's the matter with well, Angie? And I was like, she's, she's so mad she can't even speak right now. And, it's and, just, I don't think I was. I don't know if mad's the right word. I was super frustrated. And we talk about this a lot on the podcast where it's, you know, it could be challenging being part of a big family, right? And I think we keep going back to everybody wants to feel included. Everybody wants to be part of something. And sometimes kids naturally almost exclude themselves or tell themselves a story that's like not true. And so having to work through that, the other thing I would think, I think also being part of a big family is you have to think about other people. You cannot, it is not going to be about you. There's times and moments where you get one-on-one attention, but the beauty in a big family is you're part of a team, but there's no I. (laughs) There's no I in a big family. You have to. And so that is the first part of the vacation was almost a storming, norming phase or everybody figuring out their place and being on a team. Everybody gives feedback. So we had a lot of scenarios where one person struggled and five others are going to pounce. I'm like, why would you say that? Or why are you thinking? And it's like, oh my gosh. So yes, in the middle of the week, when we say blended, blessed, and always a mess, this is the mess. We were in it. Well, you know, and I, I think it's also frustrating when kids lose sight of what they actually have and take for granted a little bit of what they get to do. Because right? you and I had never, we, when we were these kids' age, we never got to go on a vacation like this before. No, but no. they're just used to it, right? They're just we, used to it. You know, and then it's like the scenario of, oh, why didn't you get devil stuffed Oreos? And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. Just little, like things like that and like yes. we're not going to rent 10 beach chairs right I mean, that record, would have been 500 dollars. for the record 
we got twice. We got we got uh, we did have double got, stuffed Oreos. We got Chase going. Why didn't you get mega stuffed Oreos? And Dane going. Why didn't you get double stuffed Oreos? And we're like, what? In the guess what? World? How about no Oreos for oh anybody? My gosh. <laughs> but it's just like you you work so hard to provide like this amazing experience, and then like as a mom, the story I was telling myself being frustrated is like, oh my gosh, you work so hard to do a trip, and you just want them to appreciate it and live their best life. And so when they're you know kind of at each other, it's like, what am I doing something wrong? Like what is happening? We're on a beach. It's beautiful, and just little things nitpicking at each other, and then yeah, oh yeah I had to take a walk. Once you did that, which was about halfway through the trip, then things were great. Everybody got along for the next like three yeah, to four days. Nancy, because I don't do that that often. No, and I really toned it down. I mean, you can speak to that more because if I say it, it's like, oh, you didn't really tone it down. But no, you I, have for sure. You were you were great. I'm chill and not raising, trying not to raise my voice yeah. like we talked about in earlier episodes. Well, and I also to, think in those moments, you if you would get worked up. It only makes it even worse, right? Because we're trying to calm the situation, trying to talk through it with the kids. So I, I did tell them next time it might just be a tent for our vacation, which it, we know isn't isn't possible for multiple come, reasons. Well, it was funny because I think Lexi and Carter were like, "Well, that would be fun." Yeah, Chase. Then he's Summer like, was Summer wouldn't be able to do a tent, and I'm thinking I wouldn't be able to do a tent. I would. It'd be we'd, we'd be okay. You and Summer. I think Dane I mean, might struggle I'll stay in a tent. Tell you guys can stay in the tent. Yeah, How about that? for sure. I could do a few days in a tent. I don't think I could do a week. I just. From a sleep perspective, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. Especially depending on the heat. All right. So lots of different things happened on the trip. Let's kind of just talk about a few of the highlights maybe and then how we either dealt with them or how we didn't have to deal with some things we didn't have to deal with. They were just things that brought people together. And so, you know, as you're trying to find, we talk a lot about, especially when you blend families coming up with new traditions. And we've been doing that on on these trips. And I really like where we're going with that. One of which for me is, is the puzzle. Because yeah. I'm a big puzzle guy. Well, it's funny. I'm also not a traditions person. But last year, when we went to Gulf Shores, the place we stayed happened to have a puzzle. We ended up putting that puzzle together and worked on it all week, everybody at different times. Yeah, thousand piece puzzle. Puzzles. So it's like, okay, that's a that's a cool experience for team building and everybody's working together. And I think last year, Chase took the last piece or held on to it. Yeah, he so hides he could, it so he, he can put the last, the last piece in. Last piece in. So this year, thinking about how much, shockingly, everybody enjoyed the puzzle, I'm like, all right, we're, we need to do the puzzle thing again. So this time I brought the puzzle, bought, brought a Cardinals stadium puzzle. And it was awesome. All week long, I have a bunch of pictures of just the various stages of the puzzle. My mom, my dad, like everybody participated in it. And guess who stole a piece? And guess where the missing damn piece was yeah. again this year? And I called him out on it like a few hours <laughs> before we were done. Yeah. He's like, I don't have a piece. What would I do that? I'm like, because <laughs> I know you. And sure enough, we get to the end. Oh, there's a piece missing that Chase is hidden somewhere no yeah. one could find so he can put the last piece in. Yeah, I think, you know, we asked the kids just some of their favorite memories. And what I love most about what they've shared, even though there were ups and downs of the trip, is their memories were when we were all together. Yeah, when they were with all the siblings. It so just took like, them a couple okay, days to remember hello. that. Hello. 
all right, they do like being together. You know, we, we usually, the kids love playing spoons. My mom loves playing spoons. I think that part was hilarious because my mom's pretty competitive. And so all the kids enjoyed that. And that we did two rounds and the final round was brother and sister against each other. It was Chase and Hallie. And then the second round was Carter and Lexi against each other. But so the kids totally enjoyed that. That was another moment where everybody was together. And Spoons is a card game, if you don't know. And then... Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah a it's a card game, game and you have to grab a spoon. Yeah, and, yeah when you yeah. get a matching pair, you grab a spoon, and it's like everybody dives for the spoon. I have some funny pictures of my mom yeah. that, playing that game, too. Then, while we were there, the other thing the kids really loved was, okay, so let's just say real quick, we had that really hard morning at the beach midway through. You go for the long walk. Feels like everything's about to blow up. And then that night, it all kind of came. Actually, shortly after that, we all started playing volleyball on the beach together. Yes, and it Which is also another tradition. Everybody usually jumps in when the volleyball comes out, even my mom, yeah. of hitting the volleyball around on the beach. So that's, that's something we've done consecutively with our trips. Let's play volleyball. Everybody loves that. And that started bringing it around. And then that night we ended up in a car, piled everybody into the car. There might have been kids without seatbelts because we don't all fit. But And my mom and dad stayed back. So it was just Eric and I. With the kids who we went to Seaside, um, kind of just explored a little bit there. And then we piled in the car to go back home. And it was kind of like, I'm not ready to go back home. Yeah, nobody was. Nobody so was. We went so to a different like, hey, cool what are we going to do? So we ended up just kind of just driving around. We drove past. The kids wanted to go past the place that we had rented the very first time that we were down there. But we just had the the windows down and everybody kind of selected a song. I was the DJ up front. And we just blared music. And sang. And everybody was singing along, all the words of the songs, like Sweet Caroline, stuff yeah. like that, right? Bum, bum, bum. Good time never seems so good. So good. So, so good. good. They're all singing at the top of their lungs. And it really brought everybody together. Like when we asked Party the kids, in the USA. That's Party, the, yeah, that Miley is Cyrus. the top request. They yeah. all love that song. It's so funny. So when we got back and we asked everybody about favorite memories, most kids said singing in the car that night. Well, we even joked, too, when we got to the place that we were headed. We're going to lock your little asses in this freaking car until you guys can figure out how to get along. And for a second, I mean, I think they thought we were serious because we had gotten out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) Figure it out because I can't handle it. But it was good. Yeah, that was good. It was so good. And yeah, it's just so funny that that is their favorite memory. So I think that's just a lesson for us. Put them together. Let's load them up in the car and lock them up. (laughs) Well, I just think what I'm, I learned from this trip is, and and you go on a family trip like that. And now all of a sudden your family is together and maybe you're not used to your family all being together. And so until they can remember how to connect and, and be together all the time, there was some struggle in that process. And like you said, it's always about everybody wants to fit in. You might've had a situation where one kid, felt left out from two other kids or two other kids that want to hang out with a, a different kid or however that could be. And it just, it, it would change until they got it all figured out again. And and so that's really what I learned in that process is you just got to figure out ways to bring everybody together. Cause at the end of the day, they all just want to be included. As we've talked about, they want to feel seen, they want to feel heard. And once we were able to get there, then the trip was really super fun for everybody. Yeah. I think it goes back to figuring out what story they're telling themselves. Honestly, you know, one of the first nights we had ordered pizza. That's also a tradition. Everybody first wants night pizza. you order pizza. Yeah, it's order been a pizza. long day. Nobody wants to cook. <laughs> We're ordering pizza. And Eric had something that he wanted to say to the kids and just, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast around just what's our mission 
right? We need to come up with a mission for our family. Oh my God. Did it take like 20 minutes for everybody to finally like actually listen? You were getting so frustrated because he's like, I just need a few minutes. It's just what I want to say. And then kids would be messing around. They interrupt. They were joking, all that stuff. And and you were getting so frustrated. And finally they, you know, everybody got it together, right? And listened to what you had to say about how do we create a mission? It was ended up being a great discussion. You know, it Chase, one of the things that he had said was he views us as as coaches. The kids are the players, and if they would listen to what their coaches have to say, they will have the win the game. Right. And, and Dane weighed in too and said, you know, there are some people that get bad coaches and not as lucky as, as we are to have the good coaches. So, you know, that was like a great kind of discussion once we got to that point. But a couple of days later, Dane said he made a comment that it was like, people don't listen to what he has to say. And I'm like, dude, like that's part of big family. Do you remember? couple nights ago, even your dad, you know, he was trying to get a point across. So it is, it goes back to the, everyone wants to feel like they're included, but really unpacking where it's coming from and trying to meet them where they are and helping them through that, that sometimes they're just telling themselves a story based on how they're feeling at that moment. I know we've been busy. But it just tells me that we're going to have to do a better job of having more regular family time together because we had been so busy with all the different sports and everybody running so many ways. It was like they had just forgotten how to be siblings together. And, you know, it is what it is. But I'm glad that we we were able to have the conversations we did. You know, I know you, you mentioned earlier, and I think it is true, you know, as the mom... You want everybody to be happy with some. You want to want to see them living their best life. And then that's why you get frustrated when that's not happening because you've tried so hard. You're doing yeah. all the right things. I look at it as, yes, it's frustrating. But if they don't go through some of those hard times with us around and there, then they're not going to fully know how to deal with it. And then they're going to get off yeah. into the real world where they're older and they're dealing with it. But they're not they're not life skill equipped to handle it because they didn't go through it with us as a family. We weren't there to help push them through it, talk them through it, work through it with them. And that's kind of the way I view it. And so I, yeah, no, that you're totally, you're totally right. I mean, in the moment it's frustrating, but then in the trip, when we're asking what their favorite memory is and they talk about that night, it's like, oh my gosh, that's the whole point. The whole point is life's challenging. It's not unicorns and rainbows every day. And they are going to have to work through that. And that those are life lessons that they can carry forward in their own day-to-day as they, as they grow up. I felt like then as we went, kids did better about asking other kids to participate in mm-hmm. things, right? Yeah. Didn't go off doing their own thing as much. Tried to be more group-focused, group-oriented. People started to share things a little bit better, if that, that's possible. I mean, that's always a struggle when you have six kids, but that seemed like it was better. So, yeah, at the end of the day, we, we had a great trip. Your your mom and dad, who were on our last podcast, and we talked about their 52 years of marriage, and, and we recorded that podcast while we were at the beach, they do help make the family trip. I mean, they really do. Definitely. The kids love that. And they help bring things together and they help talk the kids through things because who's going to argue with grandma and grandpa? Right. I mean, Hallie tried a couple times. (laughs) Yes, but grandma. If you're listening, Hallie. Yeah, but grandma (laughs) grandma had the last lap. Oh, totally. I mean, Hallie had to walk away a couple of times because mom was making her laugh, but she really wanted to be mad. (laughs) It was not happening. Yeah. But... They're such a great reminder, too, of just, you know, my my mom's 72 and she is like, 
living life and always wants to have a good time and always has like that positive perspective with the kids. Cause she's been there. She's been through it. And it was funny because we were the house we had, all the houses down there have porches and beautiful porches and ours had a swing. And that swing was the basis of so many conversations Everyone took turns on that swing. Everybody took turns on the swing. Different pairings on the swing. It was a two-person swing. And it was just interesting because a couple of kids were out there. My mom was out there. And, you know, they were talking about some of the struggles, you know, with on vacation with the kids, everybody being together. We just talked about how I'm like, Mom, does this all sound familiar? (laughs) It doesn't matter if you are a blended family or not. We had all of the exact same struggles growing up. But I because can only, everybody wants to be included. I can only say it seems like it's awesome to be in your 70s because they just let it roll off their oh, yeah, back. They could give two shits. It never <laughs> bothered them. Kids no. were in a pro- having a they problem. Didn't they didn't care. No. It's they like we've so seen that, been back. there, done that. It's going to pass. Yeah. Where you and I are like trying to get our hands dirty and get down in it and figure out the problem. And your mom and dad are just <laughs> chill with it. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never, never phases them. Like, how do I get to that? <laughs> yeah. So it's just a reminder that what do you always say? Uh, life's a classroom. Yeah. I mean, that's what, it's you know, it totally. is. We watch your parents and, and they've, they've been in life's classroom longer. And so they're not sweating that small stuff. Trying, yeah. It doesn't try not matter to do the if same. you're 11 or you're 45. You're always learning, unfortunately. (laughs) I said this to you the other day. I think one of my favorite times of the trip was one day on the beach. You, me, your mom, we always stay out in the sun. We let the kids have the umbrellas because we all get really tan. Some of our kids (laughs) do not. One day around four o'clock or so, three to four, all the kids went in, which oddly, you take the kids to the beach and almost inevitably they all go in before we do, right? Some about... Ready. Yeah. So about <laughs> us, we know like, gosh, the beach, you only get to be around it so long. I want to stay by it as much as possible. So one of my favorite times was just sitting under, we ended up then moving up under the umbrellas for the last hour or so. It was really hot that day. Me, you and your mom and just having conversation. And, and she was kind of having some of that conversation with us re- as a reminder of like, this is life and it's, it's going to be all right sort of thing. And, and I just, I love that time with her, but also just very peaceful with, you know, all that God's created with the beach and, and how beautiful that was to have that conversation. Yeah. Cause you know, she always talks about the grains of sand and that's like your troubles are like a grain of sand compared to God. Right. And, and so multiple times on the beach, she would just take some handfuls of sand and just throw them in the ocean. That's like letting go of your, yeah. of your troubles. And I'm like, Oh God, you have a shovel. Like is there, <laughs> you have a, is there a bucket. Like, <laughs> Help me out here. It's not more than just a grain of sand, but it was a, it's a great analogy. That is funny. I, you know, it's funny. I think some of my favorite things are the times where the kids led a little bit. So though there was one, one night where earlier on the week though, Carter and Chase had discovered this trail and he kept saying, I want, I want you guys to go on this trail with us, ride a bike and go on the trail. And so one of the last days we're like, Oh, we should probably do that. Not thinking it was anything actually amazing. Yeah, like, okay, it was, wow, okay. it's a trail. And it was awesome. It was so awesome. And riding our bikes in this dreamy neighborhood and this little trail along this lake, we had no idea even existed. lily pads. And, oh my gosh. Oh. I'm like, I'm so glad that we let him lead. And I would say the same thing happened on our last night. Summer, one of her best friends happened to be down there and they wanted to take pictures on the beach. 
that night. They were just met up that evening and we were all at seaside and we were actually all getting ready to leave and they were still on the beach. So it was like, well, maybe we should just go walk down there. And the sunset was amazing. Unreal. Great pictures. So many great pictures. Peaceful. And just, it was just like an epic wrap up of the, of the night. So I love, I love seeing the situations where the kids lead a little bit on, on what they want to do and, and just seeing how, how they experience life. Yeah. Cause it, it does. I mean, that helped to make the memories of our trip. So absolutely fantastic in, in that regard. So there was positive, there was a negative at the end of the day, a lot of great memories. And that's really what you're going for when you, you put together that family trip is something that they're going to talk about 10, 20 years from now, even with their kids. Oh, I remember when we took that trip. I don't think maybe they will. Maybe they'll come back and be like, oh, we fought, fought. I don't think so. I think no. that it's the, it's the, we sang in the car. I remember that time we sang in the car and, and the time we took the pictures with the sun going down that on the beach and granny didn't have her hair fixed. Right. <laughs> we won't go into that. <laughs> we'll go into that, but it's true. I've never seen your oh mom with God. her hair like that either. So it was a lot of belly laughing. That was some, that one was a major memory for the kiddos that major memory for me. Even I just never seen your mom looking like that oh before God, we came so home funny. one night, I think the night from singing and your mom's hair was, <laughs> yeah. What was going on there? But uh, the kids thought it was oh funny, God. and it still make me laugh. Yeah, you're, you and your mom had so many great belly laughs oh on the trip. Oh my gosh, kids yeah. did too. But laughter is the best medicine. I mean, at the end of the day, that is the best thing. It really is. The belly laughs are the best. And so you're right. The belly laughs. They they do. <laughs> I mean, it takes away a lot of pain. That's for anything. That's if you're sick in life. That's no matter what you're going through. The belly laughs are helpful. And so I just think uh, as we kind of recap today, it's that no matter what you're doing, maybe you're still going on a, on a vacation this summer, family trip, whatever that might be. Then you know, remember that, that even though it's bad, there's a life lesson in that. And that's what we were trying to teach each other, you and me. That's what we were trying to learn from your parents, and it's what we were trying to teach the kids. You know, the belly laughs are going to be super helpful. The team building, whether that was singing in the car, playing volleyball, playing a game of spoons. And just, I think, watching us all, all of us, figure out how to navigate life's challenges together. And it's hard. I mean, I think that's, it's always a great reminder, right? You imagine this amazing time is going to have, you know, ahead of time. You're right. like, oh gosh, just can't wait to, you know, there's nobody's going, God, we're going to get there and it's going to be a fight. And it's going to be so much fun when we <laughs> yeah. fight and then figuring that out. is going to be really fun. Yeah. No, that's not part of it. No, but I think you have to have your mindset there a little bit is that you're going to have to, that's the beauty of building connection and relationship is working through and navigating that. You know, it's we keep and trying some to... are quick learners and some aren't. Yeah. Sometimes it takes longer to work through it. We kept trying to explain to them that you're part. That's why we wanted a mission statement to work through throughout the course of the week is because you're part of this team and having siblings is a blessing because in theory, if, if you follow the life cycle, you and I should be gone before our kids would be gone. So they would have each other in life a lot longer than they actually have us for them to still have that support system to be able to work through things together is what we're trying to instill and get across to them and figure out guys, you're going to have to figure out how to work together because not forever will we be there to help you work through those issues and those problems. I think trips like this are good to build that basis and and probably was in a sense good that it happened because well we had the car trouble and then the, the Airbnb trouble last year we didn't really have any arguments I didn't feel like of any major 
substance in those trips. This felt like the first time where we were having to fix some things the first few days. And so I think it's good. At the end of the day, God is good. God knows how it's going to end. And God's trying to help teach us all life lessons in that regard. Yeah. And I think they got closer. But, you know, in the trip, they were closer than what they were when we arrived. So I, I think agree. that's a win. And you pointed out to me before I had it. So travel down there. It was, it was the travel this time was the first time we've ever done this. You flew with all the kids down to Florida. I drove your parents. And then coming back, you drove your parents. I flew back with the kids. And you pointed out to me that morning, hey, have fun with the kids. This is the last time the six of them are going to be together for a while. Yeah. Um, Because they've all got things happening right now. And it was true. And I did. I reminded them of that as we were, you know, traveling and getting on the airplane. Like, guys, enjoy this time together today. Because the six of you aren't going to be together for a little while. Right. That's just the, the, the way it goes when you've got a 19 and a 20 year old and then the four younger ones. And so at the end of the day, it was good. We got back to town and everybody was happy to, happy to be uh, home, but they were also sad when the older girls left and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. So it was a win. Uh, at the end of the day, it was a win. <laughs> it was a family trip win. I think you and I had more more gray hairs than anybody else out of the deal. Uh-huh, I think so too. But at the end of the day, it was a win. Yeah, we'll we'll include a video with this episode. If you want to watch it, you can. It yeah, has all the highlights. So I want to watch our vacay video, but it has a lot of good highlights, including a poem that Hallie and Grandpa Kenny wrote yeah, together and yeah. good stuff like that. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be having some more guests join us that we're very excited about, some blended families, some counselors, things like that. So hope that you will join us over the next couple of weeks. Feel free to uh, ask us any questions on our socials and, and make sure you share the episodes. We'd appreciate that as well. So we can just build this community of families together. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended Blessed and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.